Hey, welcome everyone to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. Uh, so glad to be with you. Josiah here. Um, also have, without whom the show would not take place, Easton Walker's with us, recording engineer, Hello. occasional commenter, yeah, coffee critic. Occasional. What's that stuff you're always drinking? Uh, it's this thing, so they, they, like, they take this cherry, mm-hmm. and then they, they like get it open and then they like roast them they dry as, them out in the sun and then they as awesome as all that is i i just mm. met the what brand of coffee are you always drinking over oh there? proper proper that's right and it's from indiana your hometown yeah i thought we were going with like this that like what what is this <laughs> tv you speak of what is some, this some people moved closer to the speaker when we started when you started talking about that. yeah they're like wait what are they talking oh it's just coffee friends thank you for sticking with us through this intro we really will talk about scripture this morning but welcome in Uh, always a good sense of humor and a love of life is a good way to approach scripture you don't have to be crabby you don't have to scrunch your eyebrows and uh, today we're going to take the scripture of the day from you version and uh, this morning it just so happens to be proverbs 17 17 Hmm. it is very okay now i'm just speaking that i've preached now for i don't know about 11 years i think i've been doing sermons and you would not believe how seldom you get a verse that is the same number as the chapter it's in it's just rare that you're preaching on numbers 23 23 be sure your sins will find you out or something like that mm-hmm. so there's just an odd fact for you yeah. doesn't happen very often visually appealing but it's going to happen to us today because we're getting into Proverbs 17, 17. And you guys know the uh, drill. Or if you don't and you're a new listener, you are appreciated, man. Thank you for being here. Um, just know that next episode, we'll, we won't make any coffee commentary. So don't get mm-hmm. scared. But if you're welcome here, uh, your first time here, welcome to you. And what we typically do, what we almost always do, is we'll look at the context. That's going to really context is king on Scripture Podcast. And then we'll be looking at original author to the original audience type stuff and we'll also be seeing if we can see jesus in the verse okay so those are just our three points on the compass uh because we're human i'm sure we hit those maybe less than perfectly sometimes but other times just know that we're trying yeah. all right so reading in the esv today's verse a day from proverbs 17 17 says a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity so beautiful stuff. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Um, this is in the book of Proverbs. What's cool is I, I even think, so I lose track a little bit, but I think that even our last, our very last episode came from Proverbs. And so there's some bigger context stuff in there, which you can go back and listen to if you'd like. Uh, but just the quick version is Proverbs is a collection of wise sayings. There are several uh, chapters. I, I don't quote me on this, but I think it's even like almost the first five, four or five chapters of Proverbs do fit together, so to speak. They do flow. There's like wisdom is pictured as a lady who's got her house ready for guests. Folly is pictured as this loud, wayward lady that's trying to draw people off the mark and into her stairs that lead down to death and all this cool stuff there's other large portions of it where it's pictured as a father giving passing on wise wisdom to a son and it's all kind of flows one from the next and so that it's not like proverbs doesn't have any of that but the bulk of it is a collection of sayings and so it's pretty neat because that that's a different context situation so if you're used to 
uh, context in one way like okay let's look at the verse before and after and it will illuminate this verse it's neat because we get a little that's it still works here and I'll show you how but it's a little different so it's pretty cool alright so anyway Proverbs 17 17 in one way stands alone it's been crafted uh, like the like Twitter used to be I don't know if it Easton you can help me because I haven't kept up with it but oh man oh man <laughs> <laughs> but if I understood I'm just in, when the original fire was sparked for Twitter, if I understood the point, it was to restrain people to. Do you do you remember how many characters? Mm, I think it was like a hundred and twenty. Okay, something within which may sound. It sounds like it's more than it actually is. Yeah, so it's a sparse amount. It's like somebody asking you to say something in thirty seconds. Yeah. You're like, I, I guess I could do that, and then you realize how hard it is. Well, anyway, what the best case scenario, which I, I don't I don't know if. Well, anyway, the best case scenario is that if you are limited, you'll be punchy and mm-hmm. pithy, and you'll pick your words carefully, and you'll craft your message. And so I can't speak for Twitter, but I, I can speak for Proverbs. The Proverbs are crafted. It's definitely one of those things where you pay attention to every word and how they're put and why this one came before or after that word. And here's something so key for Proverbs. This particular one, 1717, is divided in half, as so many are. And so there's a comma in the ESV, a friend loves at all times, comma, and a brother is born for adversity, okay? They are, this is so purposeful here. These two are put side by side. So this morning, I was reading a book, and it had like this blazing red cover on it. And it started to interest me because um, we've been preaching, talking through another book on our Wednesday night prayer services, and its cover used to strike me as being like blazing red. But as I was looking at the red cover of the book, I was realized like, dude, I think this one actually shames the other one. So I went and got it. I put them side by side. And Easton, the book that we are studying through that I took to be fiery red is actually is like orange, but I didn't know it until I set that one, the act, the true red next to the other cover and i was like dude not only is it not redder it's actually kind of an orange yeah all right so when the proverbs takes things like that it sets one thing against another to either contrast in an interesting way or add to the meaning of the other one so um, context is key and it is beautiful in proverbs but just often for different reasons so let's take a close look just at the verse itself then we'll look before and after to try, try to illuminate it so a friend loves at all times it's pretty open there. I think it's like you kind of get the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, the easy point being, look, it's easier to be a friend during certain circumstances than it is during others. Let's, let's put it that way. It's just so much easier to be someone's friend when their life is going good and your life is going good and you're sharing interests and you guys are both gainfully employed and uh, your families are doing well or you don't have a family and that's okay with you guys and uh, you love each other there's no problems with each other and no one has lost their job and nobody's sick and it's all good and you guys just go out and have fun or you come over to each other's houses and have fun man is it good to be a friend then it is it's just great it's like what you know when your friend has a pool and uh, a pool table yeah and uh, now you're talking. it's summer yeah it's hot that's that's peak friendship right, right there. Right, come on into my well air conditioned game room. 
Yeah. And let's play some billiards. That's what I'm talking about. And drink some iced coffee. Yes. All right, so those times, that's when you want to be a friend. But when you, here's the paradox, when you, man, when you really need a friend. Because I could, I could, I could really take a good shot at enjoying a pool table and some iced coffee and some air conditioning by myself. It would be hard, but I could do it, you know? The thing is, when Catherine, my wife, has been in the hospital or there's just issues and I'm and I'm depressed and I'm whiny and I'm not happy and I'm angry and I'm feeling surly. It's when it's been those times and I'm dealing with doubt towards God and I'm crabby and I don't and I avoid the phone calls and texts of my friends. That's when I need a friend. I yeah. really need a friend right then. You know? Yeah, unless you and unless the friend is like really close. Yeah, like you're really. It could be awkward for that friend. So to awkward, do. man. It's so yeah. hard. Ugh. It's so hard to get through the ignoring your text, not picking up when you call. You finally get a hold of them and they complain about everything. You try to encourage them in the Lord and they discourage you in the world and just like, oh, right. it's hard, man. Right, because there's probably maybe about five people in total mm-hmm. in my life that like if there was something really heavy going on mm-hmm. that I would not feel awkward to go through that. Yeah. So I think uh but this is a friend. Yeah. So I mean maybe maybe be careful who you call a friend if you're not yes. willing to do that. Yes. And so okay, so what's happening to me and Easton here is that just reading this one sentence a friend loves at all times is giving fertilizer to all this kind of thought, and it's supposed to, okay? It's Mm -hmm. written for that reason, and it's so neat. You guys might be, like, yawning right now, like, okay, dude, that's enough. I get it. But for (laughs) me, I just get so excited because it's so short. In the the English translation, it's one, two, three, four, five, six words, and Mm -hmm. I'm already, like, on fire, you know? A friend loves at all times. I get it. Okay, I see what you're doing to me. Wisdom, Proverbs, Holy Spirit, you're got six words provoking me to going okay i get it if i'm a true friend then i love at all times it's just neat stuff all right tightly packed and what's neat is it's not done yet okay that was just the intro it's the way that the proverb cracks the door a friend loves at all times Mm -hmm. and then it shoots for something deeper okay and and this is so neat so and a brother now in our culture there's a lot of family dysfunction i'm not saying there wasn't in the old testament Mm -hmm. culture but family tightness and togetherness and unity I'll say was at least taken way more for granted back then as as it may be in your family I really don't know listener I'm talking to you but in our culture there's so much family dysfunction and stuff like that that it may be difficult to see the proverbs means that friend is deep but brother is deeper but that is what it intends to do here okay so it's saying a friend that's a big deal and a brother, that's an even bigger deal, okay, in, in the eyes of Proverbs here, is born for adversity, okay? So you got a friend pretty deep, loves at all times, takes it 10 feet deeper by going, and a brother, like if you're going to be truly tight with someone, that means a part of the reason why you exist is to be there for one another when things are hard. Mm. So this is maybe... This is good since we talked about literal mm-hmm. stuff last night. Yeah. This is not talking. It doesn't seem like about a literal blood brother, is it? Not really as much as so. Here's the deal. It's not saying this is the way you could take it. If you want to be what we'd call 
woodenly literal. You'd be like, oh, you're telling me that God caused me to be born for adversity. It's like, no, dude, you've misunderstood the way that Proverbs is written. So mm-hmm. what he's saying, he's put, giving you a word picture here and saying, so like we said, he, he takes everything from the top, a friend loves at all times, and deepens it all. It like takes it and drives it in deeper. I'm sure there's an actual mm-hmm. word for what I'm saying, so I'm just giving you a street description of it. But so friend, but even deeper, a brother, loves at all times, but even deeper is actually a part of why you exist is to be with other people in adversity, in bad times, in hard times. So it takes that openness of at all times, and you get like, you know, East and I read it at the beginning, we're like, loves at all times, I'll I'll bet they mean during hard times. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. we kind of suspected that. And then in the second uh, part of it, it like makes sure that you know that. And it says adversity, which is a word for hard times. So then maybe those five people I was talking about, maybe those are, brothers more yeah. than they are friends yes even though one's a girl but you know right if all and this is for everyone yeah good point Easton. it's like a brother's born for adversity you could definitely say a sister is born for adversity and not lose any of the meaning so i just love this kind of stuff so oh and to get back to the literal thing no it isn't literally saying that god picked like caused you to be born for someone else but it is literally saying that the clo- to, the way to be as close to someone or to love to really love someone means being there for them when times are hard. Yeah, it literally means that you can't escape that. So, mm-hmm. if you're like me and you can trace this pattern back in your life of avoiding people when they're having a hard time because you don't want the drama right now, you need to be convicted like I am right now. Like, geez, that's not that's not love. That's not what the Lord is calling me to do. Man. You know what the hardest things to do is to correct a friend in love, mm-hmm. like especially a close friend. Yeah, it's so tough, man. Because you're challenging everything, and I'm I'm a people pleaser. I don't want people to be mad at yeah. me. And... Especially like when you're hanging out at the pool, drinking <laughs> iced coffee. <laughs> right, you just want to be know? happy. You're just like, oh, but there's there's something that you gotta. <laughs> I know. You know, I know. And my insecurity, see, when uh, I'm so, I'm insecure, so I'm like, you know, let's just, we're going to do a hypothetical here to say Easton's got a flat tire plus, you know, already worried about money for his family. Mm -hmm. So I call him and he's like, dude, I got a flat tire. Does God like not care about me? And what happens is it triggers this thing. So right now Mm -hmm. I'm feeling pretty good, but I've worried, does God care about me too? So when Easton says, does God care about me? I'm feeling a little insecure and I'll go, dude, he cares for you. It's a flat tire. That's not the end of the world. But when he pushes back, no, man, this is one thing too many. You know, this stinks. Does God really care about me? He starts to get me stirred up and I'm feeling insecure, you know, and I'm starting to get scared and I want to go, well, maybe he doesn't. Easton, I guess maybe he doesn't, you know, <laughs> and it's just so hard. You know, you got to stay strong. And while, while yeah. a friend that you respect is kind of pushing on your convictions and everything, mm. Mm. it's tough stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, the, their um, context is key, and it's beautiful in Proverbs. Let's. Uh, the, here's the last uh, context thing I'll say. If you go to 16 or 18, those are the two verses before and after it. You won't. It it won't shed light on 17, but it will. And here's. I'll show you how. 16. Why should a fool have money in his hand to buy wisdom when he has no sense? Mm. I'm sorry, I love that. I wish I could go into it, but it's not mm. the verse of the day. But you'll notice it doesn't have anything really to do with 17, okay? And then let's look at 18. 
One who lacks sense gives a pledge and puts up security in the presence of his neighbor. Again, not much to do with 17. All right, so they here's how they don't help. They don't really have anything to do with 17. Here's how they do help. They confirm the context, which is these are collected sayings. Yeah, they're kind of made to digest one by one instead of as a... Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. Okay. So that's, all right, so that's how the context helps us. All right, the last thing, and I think this is going to be fun. It's fun for me. I, Proverbs 17, a lot of Proverbs, I think would, would present a challenge, I think, to people who say, can you see Jesus in every verse? Okay, because it's challenging. It's, there doesn't appear to be anything here about redemption and sin and the cross and Bethlehem and the star and the manger and the stone rolled away and all this kind of stuff. But au contraire, friends, because um, Jesus's life was a living, breathing embodiment of the wisdom of Proverbs, okay? And then this one is is an easy one when it comes to that. So let's just look at it. A friend loves at all times. And we think about Jesus and we observe how he was with the people he loved from beginning and end through the Gospels. And what you find is that when people believed in him, he loved them. When they didn't, he loved them. When they hated him, he loved them. When they crucified him, he loved them. When they doubted him, he loved them. You know, you see the point. And so we're like, wow, okay, Jesus was a friend. Right, you are supposed to think that. You know, this verse shines a light on the character of Jesus Christ. A friend loves at all times. And then it gets even cooler, in my opinion. Without stretching it too far, Jesus' name means salvation. Jesus is the salvation of God. Jesus, uh, God saves. Okay, um, Jesus was born to people. We read from a lot some prophecies. He was born to save his people from their sins. Okay, um, Jesus is born to Israel when they're in trouble. They're under the thumb of Rome. They're not the the kingdom of God like they're supposed to be. Uh, they're in trouble. They're okay. So you get the point. They're deep in adversity. The world is deep in adversity. People are lost in their sins. And then when is Jesus born? He's born for adversity. He was a true brother, and he considered it, you know, a huge part of why he was born was to help his people and save them from their sins. Another verse says that Jesus Christ appeared to undo the work of the devil. So. Over and over and over again, you see that, uh, and a brother is born for adversity. Jesus was born for adversity. You know, he was definitely not a fair weather friend. He came at a time into a family that was hard, to a people who were hard, in a world that was hard, and he did something that was hard to love people and to save them from their adversity. So, uh, a friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity could be a motto for Jesus. It could have been a tattoo for him. It could have been, you know what I'm saying? It was like a direction thing in his life, a heavy direction thing in his life. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but Jesus is my friend. Exactly. And the, <laughs> the fact that you can say that and then say it with seriousness is because it echoes back to Proverbs 17, 17. Mm-hmm. Isn't that neat? Yeah. How can and I know that Jesus was my friend? Well, listen, if you really want to know. Yeah. Well, I do. Here, hold on. I'm scooting up. <laughs> Google. All right. Google. Uh, Sunseed. S O N S E E D. Jesus is a friend of mine. It is a, a 70s Roman Catholic pop band. Holy cow. It will not let you down, let me tell you. <laughs> if you want to know, it you de- will know. It might depend on your definition of being let down, but I, I think I get what you're saying. You will not be bored. There you I go. I can say that. All right. 
All right, friends, so that's it. Um, Proverbs 17, 17, a friend loves at all times, a brother is born for adversity. So appreciate you guys joining us. Um, know that your opinions and your um, comments and your encouragement are welcome here. Uh, you can email, email us, hit us on uh, Facebook, and uh, we always love hearing from you. Uh, you can like and subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or if you're, and if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, I think you can just listen. Isn't that right, Easton? You can't. Yeah, and okay. maybe, you know, since we're uh, at the end of it, leave a comment or, or yeah. email or something. Do you Would you want uh, more of like a six-day-a-week and then maybe off on Sundays because then, you know, you can come here and hear stuff or, or maybe seven days a week. Do you want more, like, daily? Do you want longer? Do you like the shorter? You know, what? how do you guys feel? What do you guys want out of this as we evolve? What do the people want? Yeah. You got to let us know, okay? We love you. We exist for you. We're born for adversity, okay? So mm-hmm. we're your friend. The Scri- Crosspoint Scripture Podcast is your friend. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>